to Beat Fires and for another episode. Thank you guys for rocking, chilling, tuning in. I appreciate you guys. And yo, today I am joined by Simply Rejoice. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Long time friend of myself. Honestly, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people. So I'm glad that you guys are going to get to meet her, get to know her in a second. But yo, I just wanted to shout out you guys for sticking with me, for rocking with me. Thank you for everyone who shared, liked, comment, subscribed to the channel and everything. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Now, quick, quick, quick bit of news. The podcast is now available on streaming platforms everywhere, everywhere. So that's Spotify, Apple Music, whatsoever it is that you like to go and listen to your to your podcast and everything. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. So you guys literally on the move, on the go, anytime, anywhere. You can put beat fires in, catch up on all the episodes. If you ever miss an episode, we are there, we are there, we are there. Cool, I appreciate you guys, I appreciate you guys. Yo, we're gonna get into everything, but please make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, follow, everything. It really, really helps the podcast, helps the channel get out there, helps the algorithm kick us into a few more spaces and stuff like that. So I'd appreciate if you guys do that for us. Is that cool? Of course it is, of course it is, of course it is. All right, though, all of that out of the way, all of that out of the way, let me breathe, let me relax, because you're, I'm telling you this is about to be an episode. This is one of my favorite people to talk to about anything. Uh, Known you for now for how long? Almost 10 years, or is it over? No. No, it's 10 years. It's, 10 years. it's more than 10 years. Well, about, more, about, about 10 years. About 10 years like, now. Yeah, something like that. Oh, 10 years. It's a long time. 10 years that's is a, a long that's time. That's like a decade. A decade, as yeah. some people would say. So, you know, how are you? In fact, where do I start with you? Like, it's just like, okay, okay. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Especially, that can be such a deep question. I know, it's a big question. Try not to go too deep. deep. (laughs) I'm a child of God, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so my name is Rejoice, and uh, I I don't even, so I guess generally I'm an entrepreneur, I guess I'm a business owner, and that's how I fill my week in that sense. Come on. So I own a marketing company, absolutely love it, worked in marketing for ages, um, I love Jesus first and foremost. Come on, big one, big and one, big just one. Just talking Amen. about him, talking about hello, Bible, hello, hello, hello. anything. And um, I guess through my relationship with God, um, I've been able to do lots of different things, like lead a young adult ministry. Um, in the past, um, left that. Oh, Come on, big change, big change. Um, work in a Christian um, media organization. Yes, my dream job. Um, also left that. Big change. Dream job. <laughs> left the dream job. Other dreams. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah, that, that's a little bit of a summary of who come I am. On, come on. Yeah. Come on, come on. Honestly, yeah, this woman has done so many different things. So many different things. And I genuinely look up to you. That's the reason that's why I wanted to make sure she comes on. Yo, back in when I was doing like my first episodes and I kept saying, Yo, I've got some amazing guests coming on. Yes, yeah, rejoice. Yes, <laughs> rejoice. That was that was my big guest. No pressure for me. No pressure. No pressure. Yo, you guys are gonna love it, honestly, you're gonna love it. Okay. But before all of that, before that, before we get into more of who you are, what you do, and all of the juice mm-hmm. in your life and stuff, before we start bleeding your life for lessons mm-hmm. and everything, yo, let's play a game. Okay. Let's play a game. So, you guys, listen. I tell you that this girl is well-traveled. Well-traveled. I mean that she is well-traveled. How many continents have you been to? Continents? Okay. One, two, three... Four, I think, I think. Four different countries. I think four, yeah. How many countries have you been to? That's a good question. 
So I don't actually know if I am well traveled. Oh, you're well traveled. But I think I think I've been to about maybe nineteen countries or something. Nineteen. Yeah, I think I think it is like. There's me thinking now. She's gonna say like six, seven. Nineteen. Yeah, I think I think I've been to like nineteen countries. Come on. Throughout my life, yeah. Come on, do you know what I mean? Well traveled, <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? Where have you been? You know me, I've gone down the road. It's alright. Do you know wow. what? Take the risk. Get the flight ticket and go. Come on. Come That's on. what I've done half the time. Okay, so do you know what? Since you are well traveled, we're gonna play a game. A game of where are you? Okay. Okay. This is gonna be a game where I've randomly selected three different pictures from Rejoice's Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell us the story behind those those pictures. Okay. Tell us where you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're with. Okay. La, 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 okay? A whole shebang. A whole shebang. Let's go. All right, cool. So, first picture. Cool. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. So, I was in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. Okay. So, that was the first time I went to Singapore because mm. I think I've been there two or three times after. But that time it was a day trip, well, so a day trip yeah, to Singapore. Yeah, it was a day because so we were. I struggled to go to London. <laughs> so this trip was actually quite impulsive. I'm okay. not gonna lie. Um, my so I've got a friend from Malaysia, um, mm. and he was like you know studying in the UK when we were in uni, um, and so we went out for like coffee one day, um, and he was saying how he was going home for the summer holiday and how one of our other friends who was going traveling was going to go and visit him. Right. So then during that coffee session, we were like should I just come as well? And he was That's like, lit. yeah, you should. Like, these are the dates she's coming. Like, why not? So then the next next day, I literally booked the flights and I just sent him the ticket, picture of the tickets. And I was like, okay, I booked it. I'm coming for like, I think two or three weeks. So we went to Malaysia and then we did a day trip to Singapore. That's actually So lit. that was that was the one day trip that we did and we were in Singapore. Oh, you guys, honestly, yeah, get you some rejoice money. Get <laughs> no, you some no, rejoice even. money. At that you... time, it was student finance. So get you some student oh, okay, finance. Student finance, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Yo, day trip to Singapore. But then, like you said, you went to Malaysia first. Yeah, yeah. So we were in Malaysia, but then like, we were like, oh, let's do a day trip to Singapore. Okay. So, yeah. That's already two out of 19. <laughs> two out of 19. All right, cool. Next picture. Okay, oh. hey, so that was Malaysia. That's in Malaysia That was too. Malaysia, yeah. Right, that okay, was, okay. yeah. So that was all grouped into like that. That, that period, same trip? That same that's trip, yeah. What are you doing here? So what on is, that, like, okay. This expression is nice. So in, um, in like, uh, like, during Ramadan, and I know particularly in Malaysia, I, don't, I think most other Muslim countries do the same thing, but during Ramadan, I think the end of Ramadan, they have like a, a day of feasting. Wow. Like, uh, I can't remember the name for it, but it's kind of like at the end, like there's a day. And, and basically in Malaysia, what they do is um, families will have open houses. And so during the open house, you can go there and like friends and family pop in at different times and then you just basically feast, you have food and then leave. And then you can go to another open house. Cool. So our friend's friend was having an open house at their house and nice. it was quite like a and they were like a very very established family like mm. the ex-president of Malaysia was there yeah so you that know kind of people thing. who know people yeah but I mean he he my friend doesn't know him but like he like his friend his dad wow. knows the president wow, wow, yeah because wow, wow, wow. they've done business relations and whatever before Big rooms, man. so on this picture and um, because we were going to an open house and mm. like we only brought like me and my other friend Raf who came we went to visit our friend we only brought like travel clothes mm. so we actually borrowed my friend's mum's like nice. clothes so this is like a Malaysian like outfit Malaysian girl yeah Malaysian outfit so here I was basically like oh I'm feeling like a Malaysian princess mm. right now okay 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 hence the expression yeah hence so that was in his yeah. house yeah 
Nice, 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 nice. Come on. All right, cool. <laughs> Third picture of it. wonder if it's going to be the same thing. Oh, okay. No, this is nice. Oh, this is fun. So this one, we're in Croatia. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, this one is in Croatia. So this is just after we'd graduated. And the girl that I'm with is one, like, one of my universities, probably my university. Um, so she's from Singapore. Cool. I didn't see her the first time I went to Singapore, though, because mm. she wasn't there. But, um, yeah, so we decided, like, when we graduated, we wanted to do a trip together just because she was going nice. to go back to Singapore That's and stuff. Nice. So um, me, her, and my Malaysian friend, mm-hmm. um, the three of us did, like, a yeah, trip to Croatia. Um, so, yeah. So when was this? This this was in 2018. 2018. Yeah, it was a while ago. About five years ago. Yeah, it was That's a while cool. ago. That's a nice picture. That's why I chose it. Yeah, really I really nice liked picture. it. It was fun. All right, cool. So we've got three countries out of 19. Yo, I'm actually going to see how many countries you can mention. And how many countries we can get out of this girl? All right, cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. End of that section. All right. So obviously, I've known you for a while, mm-hmm. and I've seen you go through and do so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, we met way back in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost ten years. Yeah. Almost ten years. Mm-hmm. So twenty fourteen, I was doing like a youth big youth group thing with Grace and Faith yeah. and then you came along as one of the youth. No, I wasn't so like, a youth. Okay, let's clarify. She was one of We're the, youth. the same age. Okay. I was not one of the youth. My <laughs> sister was a youth. Because I remember I was like eighteen. Were you time. in the were you in the group? You was in the congregation no, of youth. No, no, listen. It's because she didn't want to go on her own. So I was like, okay, was I'll go with you. Then was but there. I was eighteen. Then and was I, there. I think there were people up to like sixteen there was mm-hmm. I was, we were the same mm-hmm. age. Oh my gosh. Sorry, anyway, Shai. anyway. We're not the same age. We're the same age. age we're, yeah, we are. We're born in the same year, so the age we're, we're the same age. Actually, technically, technically. Nah, don't even go off to school yet. School because, years. No, no, no. I will be the no, only. You know why? You. Okay, do you know why? Sorry, I know we're not I'm supposed to be arguing. I know we're, <laughs> we're not supposed to be arguing, but let me explain. So I grew up in Norway, right? And so in Norway, oh, yeah, the way of course, the way that course, it works is that everyone born in the same year is mm. in the same class. So everyone from January up until December in the same mad, year, mad. same class. So Where are I'm you? I'm born in December. Where are we filming this? Huh? Where are we filming this? What country are we in now? Well, in the UK. Okay, then. Okay, Thank you. End of. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, gosh. Thank you very much. All Stop right. it. So, like I say, like I say, so I met this girl way back in 2014. And since then, I've seen you do so many different things, different mm. transitions. You're, you've, like, like you say, you took your dream job. I've seen you work up to your dream job and everything mm. like that. Uh, travel so many different countries. Um, like you say, you take up your freelance well, take up your business mm-hmm. and everything and become a whole businesswoman. I've seen that go from just being conversation and a dream to actually now being established mm-hmm. in a real thing and stuff like that. So I've seen you through so many different things, which has been amazing. It's been amazing. So I want to know basically from that, with all of that change, all of that transition, change and transition being something that a lot of people don't like, mm-hmm. how have you? One sort that out, but also come so accustomed to change and transition. Yeah. So I I think that I'm a person. I love the novelty of things, and I don't know if it's because like kind of the way that my family is, and we sort of like not moved around loads, but we have moved around a bit, and um, I'm used to kind of being in new places, and nice. I'm. I'm an extroverted person, and I love people. Mm. And I remember, like, when I was a kid, I used to love when new people came in, like, into church or into school or whatever, because, like, just chatting to them and getting to know them was just kind of like a whole new experience. And so I think what I like about change is the fact that it's, like, a whole new experience. Mm. It's a whole new chance to, like, grow and develop. 
um, it's a whole new chance to experience something completely different from what you're currently experiencing mm. um, and also a chance to kind of see if there's something else out there like if there's another opportunity that comes from it or if there's like another I don't know hobby or interest or something that you enjoy so yeah so I think because of all of that and you know when you're a person that just likes a million different things all the time right. I feel like you automatically change whatever you're doing quite often because okay. you want to experience the different things that you mm. enjoy and just I guess are passionate about and stuff. Do you never get worried about like, okay, what if it doesn't work out for me? It doesn't look like that goes through your mind. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like it's just like okay. I know I look so reckless and irresponsible, right? I'm telling you that. It's just like nah. I'm doing this now. No, do you know what? I know because I think I think I have an innate like so A I have a confidence in God that like whatever will happen, like I know for a fact, like, he can turn the situation around and make it better. Mm. Um, mm. B, I obviously move with, like, peace. So, because, like, I, I follow, like, the peace of God and, like, the inner peace, like, what I feel peace about. So, it's not like I'll do something that I don't have peace about, do you know what I mean? So, if I'm changing and stepping into something new, usually I feel like it's time for me to do that mm. or because um, I have peace doing it. What's um, that peace feel like? What's it like? Could you say peace? Like, right? an, like an inner knowing. Like, you just know. Okay. Like, you feel good. Like, it's, you just feel like... I don't know what on earth, like, I don't know, this does not make any sense whatsoever, but I just feel like it's the right thing for me to do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, like, really, like, nice. a deep inner knowing. And I guess some people call it conscience. Mm -hmm. And, like, they might, like, just have, like, a, I don't know, gut feeling or, like, a thing like that that they're, like, I don't know why, but I just know this is the direction or I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Nice. And so that's kind of, like, what I, maybe a bit too much sometimes, but I, I'm, I'm, I pretty much try and live my life and, I'm guided by that. Mm. And so far, it's been okay. <laughs> Has it ever, like, not worked out for you? Um, do you know what's not worked out for me? Yeah. When I've not followed that piece. Okay. Yeah. Okay, tell us about that. Yeah. So, okay, so, um, okay, so one of the biggest, like, predominant situations for me was, like, I uh, dated a non-Christian before. Um, oh. And, uh, <laughs> but, like, when, and the funny thing is, like, he was, like, great. Like, he's a perfect guy. Mm. Absolutely love him. Like, he's great. He's fantastic. Nice. Um, like, he, gen he genuinely is, like, a wonderful person. And I know that's a really weird thing to say about your ex, but he genuinely is a very wonderful person. Shout out. Um, Could have been much worse. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. I've heard stories. Oh, I've heard yeah, stories. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, but the funny thing is, when we were, like, at the beginning of our relationship, when it was, like, kind of starting off, it was, like, you know, we started talking, I had no peace about it whatsoever. Right. I felt like I should not be doing this. But then I was like, but there's no reason for me to not do this. So mm. why should I not get into this relationship? And I just got into the relationship anyway and just like went with it. And like eventually, like if you're going against the grain, against your peace, I think the voice and the peace is, is like, it's just going to quieten down. It's, it's almost because you're ignoring it so much. It's just going to like, you're not going to feel anymore in that area. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that what you're doing is right. It does not mean that, yeah, okay, it's, it's fine, I'm okay. It just means that you've, you've ignored it. You've ignored mm. your conscience and you're deep, you're deep in it now. Now you're in it. Do you know what I mean? But even though I had that, I still, uh, even though that disappeared and I didn't really like feel like peace or no peace after a while right. of like rejecting, listening to that peace, I always knew within me that this relationship was not going to last. Right. And Oof. he kind of knew the same thing because he told me a few years later, like, yeah, I don't think... I don't think it's gonna lie. like we tried but i think so we ended it because we kind of knew that like we were both moving so in different directions how long was the relationship one uh so the actual initially i think we were together for like a year and a half ish okay and then we're on and off for four years total 
Okay, so in total, then, like, you are... Okay, in total, then, four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah? Of, like, situationship trying, yeah. and relationship. And so ever since, I've basically always followed the peace. So mm. I've not been in a relationship since, and it's because I've not had peace about okay. anyone that's, like, popped up. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So four and a half relationships, in t- four and a half years in total. Yeah. At what point in that did you, like, know... Because you said you knew deep down yeah. it wasn't going to be good. So at what point did you know, okay, probably it's not going to work out, but yeah, you continued. What point did that? I think I kind of knew almost the whole way, but oh, I was trying to convince myself that it would. Mm-hmm. So I found that within myself, I was always constantly having these like, no, I think it's going to work out. Oh, I think it's going to work out. It can work out. Why wouldn't it work out? Through the kind of moments, the whole way through it. Wow. Yeah, so it was almost like it's weird because like when you're in a relationship, you're not supposed to be like convincing yourself that like a person is a good person and that you should be with them and that you can have a future with them. It should be something that you feel like rather than you're trying to like force it, it should be feeling natural. Do you know what I mean? You should just be able yeah. to flow. You should be able to flow with it, yeah. So the whole way through. Mad. Mm. Okay, okay. So you've had like a big massive obviously learning curve because you said then Okay, we're talking about relationship. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like okay. Since then, you've not been in a relationship, which yeah. is fine, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take that piece in order for you to then get back into it? For sure. Okay. Because I think, so that's one situation where it's not worked out for me because, I've not fo- because I did not follow the piece or whatever. Um, and there's been other situations in my life where I have had peace regardless of like, even though the situation was kind of hopeless and stupid. Like, for example, when I was in my final year of uni, Okay, I was a naughty kid in a naughty uni student in because um, I did a four year degree mm. in third year. I was a naughty uni student and I basically did not revise for like uh, my finance module. Wow. I failed the exam first time because I was just not revising. I mm. thought, you know what, let me cram it in the night before and everything will go in because I'd there. done that previously. It worked this time, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Failed it. Then during the summer, I was supposed to like do the the exam again and again I didn't really revise for it properly so I actually went into the exam sat down I was nervous about it because like this is a reset I haven't revised I sat down opened the paper I laughed I was like I don't don't know what you're doing I don't know what I'm doing and then but the thing is in that moment I was like I don't know what I'm doing I I had peace I had peace that it was okay leave it go it's okay so I stood up within 15 minutes of this two-hour exam closed it Went to the front. I was like, I'm done. She was like, are you sure? I was wow. like, I'm done. I left the exam. So I left the exam. I'm not advising I, you to do that. No, no, no don't do that. <laughs> revise, revise. But no, because in that moment, I left the exam. Mm. I had peace inside that it was going to be okay. Obviously, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I was course. like in the hole. But like, I felt like it was going to be okay. Mm. So because I didn't pass that, obviously, I failed it. Mm. Um, they were then, they were like, and I'd gone and study abroad now. And okay. at this time, by the Where time the you? results came out, I was in the Netherlands. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I got a letter and an email basically saying, like, you're going to have to, like, reset the whole of third year because you didn't pass it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you didn't pass this exam. And I was in, like, my final year, like, fourth year now, like, on study abroad, deep into semester one. And I was like, what the heck? Like, right. Okay, then, wait. So then you was at uni there, but then you went to go, you went to go study abroad. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because okay. the results came while we were studying abroad, like, during, like, partway through the semester. And then... But then when I was studying abroad, I got this letter. So I flew back to the UK to my mom and dad. And I was mm. like, oh, guys, what are we going to do? We sat there and my mom, she had this moment of faith where she was like, you are not going to reset that exam. You are not like, oh, no. you are not going to reset this year. You're going to graduate on time. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. 
And from that moment, like the whole room, I remember we just all went pin. We were like, okay, yep. okay. Done. And then I flew back, mm. carried on, and basically went to start appealing the case. And okay. the the original case that we had to appeal, like the, the evidence and stuff, was it was such a weak case, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. And then one day I was like, do my Bible study, praying in tongues and stuff like that. And suddenly it's like the Holy Spirit just dropped in me like, this is exactly what you're going to say. Oh and I was like, and he, like, it made me see something in the situation that we could use as a strong case mm-hmm. that that could actually work. Oh and so I was like, oh. so I was like, mom, I need you to send me all of these emails. Wow. Rah, rah, rah. Wow, wow, wow. And she sent me all those emails. I refilmed in the form. And submitted it. I don't remember if I'd submitted the original and then was like, oh, wait, no, I want to submit this instead. Um, submitted it. And then it was just a waiting game. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, I had to wait for like a month. And it's weird in that in that moment because you're like, you're waiting. You don't know if you're going to have to actually reset the whole year, like the previous year, but you're already in final year, mm-hmm. still doing everything, still doing all your assignments, still doing like exams, coursework, group work, everything. Right. Um, and I waited and, you know, just carried on, like, in faith, like, yeah, it's going to be okay. And then I got a letter that was like, appeal's been granted, all is good, you come have on. to just reset the exam in January. Come on, come I on. I reset in January and I passed. Come on. <laughs> but, but Did this, you revise? I revised. Okay, cool. But I revised, but because of, like, the, the two failures, they couldn't give me, like, a high grade. Mm, they, yeah, so yeah, they had yeah. to give me, like, the pass rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I revised and I still graduated with the 2-1 at the end of the whole degree. Oh, so I was really happy about shout that. Shout out to you, shout out to you, shout But I don't you. recommend it. But that, but that's an example, another example that I've had peace regardless of the situation and it's worked out. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like I followed it because we could have just like said, we're just, not going to yeah. appeal it. Like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not going to do anything. Flow with it. Yeah, like let me just leave it and then reset the whole year. Shout but, out to mama. So 100% recommend like just following that piece, like it makes such a big difference. Mm. I've seen it work in my life and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in so many different situations. And so when it comes to things like choosing like who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, why am I not going to ignore that piece? Like, why would I ignore that piece? Do you know no, did mean? you see the way that she just walked up right back around? Like, <laughs> fully like, see it and she was like, yeah, here we are. It's true That's though, it, isn't it? It's true mind. though, isn't it? Like, it's true. you have to, so yeah. My question is then, okay, on this whole relationship thing, don't worry, I'm not going to keep you here forever. Okay. But on this whole relationship thing, Obviously, you know, there are a bunch of women, I'm sure, would be like that. They're like in their singleness and stuff. And mm. all we see nowadays on TikTok, on Twitter, on anywhere, is your, your man, your man, your man, yeah. finding your man. And everything's about finding your man and stuff like that. How do you stay at peace mm-hmm. in the midst of a culture like that, which is just like yeah. so relationship driven yeah. and just relationship crazy? Yeah. How do you stay one at peace and how do you stay happy within yourself? Yeah. Do you know, that's such a good question. So I think one of the, I have such confidence that I know that God is just going to like, like he's going to make things work in the sense that like the timing, like he's going to time things right. And like my heart is going to be ready to receive when I know, or like God, like he's going to stir in me and my heart um, around the topic of relationships when it's the right time for me to be thinking about it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I have such like confidence in God that like, I mean, when you think about it, finding a life partner and who you're going to spend the rest of your life with is one of the, it's, I think, it's, 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 it's the second biggest decision that you're ever making in life. First one being following God. Mm-hmm. You, you know? believe God. Yeah. Literally. Because when you're with this person, like when you're like, you know, married and fully committed and everything, you are one. So right. now you're not, it's no longer like, oh, me and my, you know, partner is going to do this. It's we 
Right. Do you know what I mean? Decisions you make about your life, literally everything in your life, the trajectory of it. Like right now, like, you know, when you're single, you get to make every single decision. You get to be like, oh, I want to wake up at this time. I want to do this job. I want to move to this country. But when you're in a relationship with someone, when you're married to someone, like, it's no longer just your decision. Like, it's right. the other person's decision. And their mood affects your mood. Their processing of things affects your processing of things. They influence you in such a crazy way. Mm -hmm. Like, you start to almost mold to become, like, the same type of person. Sure. So it's a huge decision. So if it's such a big decision like that, then why would you, why would God not care about it? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why is it that we've got confidence in praying and asking God, like, which job should I take? I'm going to this job interview. Right, give me right. this job. And then you get this job that, like, a week into it, two weeks into it, you're already complaining about the job, very job that you prayed and fasted for. Do you know what I mean? And then you leave it maybe after two, three months because you're like, ah, that's not for me. I'm 100%. going in a different direction. If God cares about something that's going to happen in your life for like three months or for like two seconds and you can pray about it and God can like, he listens to it and everything, then he'll, pay, he'll like care so much more about who you spend the rest of your life with, right? 100%. And so I, because I thoroughly that's believe good. that, because I thoroughly believe that, I believe that like I can get to that decision with the Lord. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And so, and I believe that God will point people out to me because one thing that my parents have kind of taught me is that there are so many people out there right. and realistically, there are so many people out there that you can be with and that you'd get with along with and like that you'd have a fantastic like marriage relationship, with, right? But within it, even though there's so many options, like you have the choice, you have the choice and yeah, you have free will, you've got the choice, but then obviously there's some choices that maybe might feel, might work a bit better maybe because you don't know where you'll be in like 10, 20 years time, where your mind is at in 20, 20 years time. And like with my ex, for example, fantastic person, but we grew apart, you know, mm, different directions, okay. different directions and stuff like that. But you put that down to, like you say, you have a faith in God and you have a faith in something higher. He doesn't. No, because therefore... he became a Christian later. Okay. Yeah. So then we kept, we kept trying and we tried it again. Okay. Yeah. Because we thought, okay, now he's a Christian. We're on the same page. Let's try it. And it was mm. still just like, wasn't working. It's not that. Like, mm -hmm. no, it was working. It's just that we just felt like we were in different places. We're going mm -hmm. different directions. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, but because of that, like, I like I thoroughly believe that, like, you can be, you can be led by God, but also, like, God can give you peace about the decision that you're making. Right. Right. So that's, that's, because I have that confidence, I'm okay. I'm chill. So then also there's, in terms of, like, how am I okay being, you know, single and stuff like that, um, you think about it. Marriage is so long. <laughs> it's so long. People get married at the age of 35. At the age of like 50, they've been together for what? Like 15, 15 years. years already. By the time they die, it's like very, do you know what I mean? I mean, they and do say like, till death do us part. Yeah, you know I mean? like it's a long time. And like, I think sometimes we, we underestimate what we're actually able to do while we're single mm, because we can make every it. single decision ourselves speak and it. it doesn't really impact anyone else mm. like for the most part i mean unless you've got dependencies but it won't it won't really impact anyone else and so you can make the decision to try out and experience all sorts of different things while you're young and while you're single that when you're married and you now have like i don't know responsibilities <laughs> I don't know, a mortgage, mm -hmm. you know, kids, this, that, and the other, you can't do things to that no, extent. I actually, I actually love the fact you said that because I see so many people, not just women, guys <laughs> as well, but I'm not going to lie, a lot of the girls, they'd be like, yo, 
especially on Snapchat, right? Yeah. So on my Snapchat. I'm not even on Snapchat. Yeah, don't be. It's, it's, it's trash. It's such a <laughs> trash app. Anyway, there's so many people that I have on Snapchat. Mm. It will be like, it's just like, they'll make so many snaps and they're waiting for a man. It's just like, yeah. I'm just waiting for my man to come mm. along. And in my head, it's just like, but life doesn't start literally, when your man comes along. Literally, literally. And I think like, especially like if you like, once you're like some, some, you know, couples and some marriages, they're blessed enough to have that flexibility where one of the partners can like choose to like take take a break from working in their job and do something and explore right. their options, right? But for other marriages and other couples, like you might not have that option, right. you know? But while you're single, you still have that option. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a time to like just try out, almost like create like a single bucket list yep. of like, okay, I want to experience, have gone these different experiences, try these different things, before I'm like ready to settle down. So in my view, I the way I've seen it is I want to be able to, when I'm married, because you, know, you hear so many married couples that are all like, oh man, enjoy your singleness. Enjoy. Oh. If so many of them are saying that, then there's something we need to be paying yeah, attention yeah, to. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So my like goal in like being single has always been to like, I want to, once I'm married and I'm like 10, 20 years down the line, you know, and I want to be able to, look back on the time that I was single and say I lived and I tried and I did everything that I wanted to live try and do so that's why like I've traveled quite a bit you know I've done different like experience gone different places and you know I quit my job started a business Mm -hmm. and I've got my dream job for a bit you know we've been broke at times we've been all right at times you know what I mean like I've done it all I've done it all and I I feel like I'm, I'm getting to the point where like I've really I've lived I've, I'm happy with what I've done while I was single. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that. In a way, it's like okay, fully living both experiences, isn't yeah. it? Because they do say, like I say, to a death do us part. So mm. if we're doing marriage in the way that marriage is supposed to be done, yeah. we're supposed to like find that person, a call, we settle down, and hopefully that works out for everyone. But it's just like it's almost like an you're not supposed to be single again after that. Yeah, so it's almost literally. like treat your singleness literally. as a time which is, this is the only time I get to be single. Literally. And it's like, it's not even stuff that you do on your own. It's also stuff like, sometimes when you only get into a relationship, you don't have as much time for like other people in your life, like your friends. Bro. And yeah. so right now, I'm trying to like maximize on like spending time with like my friends as I can. And my friends, something, they, they, they're sick of me. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, just be sick of me. Yeah, it was yeah. okay because... I know once I do get married and stuff, not that I won't hang out with my friends as much, but automatically your time is like kind you were of saying before, like everything has to be shared, everything is yeah, spoken about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then suddenly your your calendar your diary's filled out of like, yeah. you know, a lot more events and stuff because now you're taking on their events as well, do you know? So I've just tried to make the most of it. And I mean there's a lot of other stuff that could tap into like contentment, learning to be mm. content, knowing that like when you get into a relationship, it's not like the like as, as glorified as it is. It doesn't solve your problems. Yeah. Like in fact, it magnifies your problems and it makes you <laughs> realize talk. how much more like like you know the significance of stuff that you had going on. But also now it's someone else who's pointing those things out, mm-hmm. and the fact that you thought that the relationship was going to solve your problem, but it didn't, creates a bigger hole. I think that's when it, the problems will start actually being magnified. Exactly. The moment that you think, okay, I'm coming in to solve my issues with yeah. even within myself yeah. be it like loneliness yeah. be it financial whatever it is yeah so it actually just gets worse literally it, gets it worse. so does and even like you can like you know um oh something was in my head it's just completely gone. my bad but but yeah no but seriously it does it yeah everything's just magnified so mm. much more like so 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 much more yeah that's so, real that's real talk yo 
this whole relationship talk wasn't even like on the agenda but i love it i definitely love it you guys tell me what you think about it in the comments and everything let me know what you guys feel whether you're agreeing or if you disagree we definitely mm -hmm. want to hear that we definitely want to hear if you disagree and hear what you're saying and stuff like that that's cool that's cool that's cool that's cool okay i'm gonna let you rest on the relationship just yeah. for a second just for a second i want people to know who you are that's why so what made you step out into so slightly changing direction and i guess you've kind of brought up now in the sense of done your whole business and everything mm -hmm. like that what made you step into business what made yeah. you pursue that yeah so i i've always known innately within me that i've always wanted to do my own thing run my own thing um and literally i think from when i was like in sixth form i did like business as a module right. um i did it because i knew i wanted to have a business one day or something but I didn't know what kind of business or what, right. you know. And so I just did it. And then I studied business at uni because of the same same thing. I knew I wanted to have a business or something, mm. but I didn't know what business or anything like that. And my course, I was lucky enough that, like, on my course, um, you got to choose your modules. Sure. So I got to try loads of different things, and I got two placement opportunities rather than just one on my course. Shout out to Bath. Mm. Um, and so all of that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm sure I should be able to discover what I actually want to do. Right. you know by the end of it graduated and i still didn't know and i used to like spend so much time seeking god and be like god what what do you want me to do like what what am i doing do you know what i mean and because i'm a person where i know everybody's like you know they've got different risk tolerances i'm very much like i'm okay with risk i'm okay like if if, if i take the leap and i fall and like you know hell breaks loose and i collapse and lose everything tomorrow it's okay. I'll cry for a week and then I'll be like, okay, sit down with a big whiteboard and God and be like, okay, what's the new game plan? How are we going to build? That's a big level of resilience. <laughs> I know. It's, I, sometimes mm. I think it's a bit too much. Mm. I think it worries my parents for real, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, I'm cool with it because I, I feel like things are big and the future's bright and, you know, it's endless opportunities and all this stuff. You know, not everyone can do that, you know. Some people, they fall down and then they stay down. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, because my sister, she's like, so she is okay with risk, but she likes risk within her limits. Okay. So she creates a limit for herself, yeah, and then yeah. she's like, we can take a risk within here. Mm -hmm. But she won't do what like I've done. But yeah, I'm yeah, so okay with doing what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always jump off the cliff person. Yeah, like, I'll okay, like, literally, literally, like, it's okay. Like, and that's why, like, you know, when, if some people, like, they try and, like, um, and I'm a bit competitive too, you know. So mm. if someone's, like, coming up to me, like, oh, I'm doing this, you're not doing this, part of me is like, Oh, yeah, wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait and see. See what I've got cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait yeah, yeah. and see. I can do that if I wanted to. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, what was the question? Uh, business. Oh yeah, business. Yeah. So, so I've always known that I wanted to do something like run my own thing because I've been wanting to have like manage my own timetable, be able to like structure my day in the one the way that I want to. But also, I love work, mm. and so I've wanted to do something that I'm actually natively, I guess, passionate about. Yeah quotation marks because mm. like you know it's triggering and there's a lot of stuff around that yeah, yeah about funny your passion yeah yeah and a lot of bad advice is around that Absolutely. but yeah but i've always wanted to do something that like i felt really connected to basically and so it took a while to like figure out so i got into one job which was my dream job because mm. when i when i got the job description i was reading through it and it was literally like it was just sent for me and i know god was holding that position for me right. which was like amazing in itself and got the job description I was reading through it and everything was just like tick, 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 mm. tick. Like, wow, all these things are like actually on my heart. Like, I want to do this. Yeah. Got that job and I had nice. like a great time, grew so much as a person. I mean, I became like 
a manager managing a team of five at the age of 23. Do you know come what on, I mean? On, like it was, on. it was busy. Media, it was busy working in a Christian you. organization, Christian media organization. Mm. I was a content controller, which is a content manager. Mm. And, you know, there was a lot going on. It was buzzing. I got to create anything, that I, any kind of content that I wanted to create. Mm. Like I had control in, in that sense. Like obviously like we have the CEO who was like my line manager and everything. But you had a sense of freedom. Within yeah, I had a sense operate. of freedom within it. Yeah, yeah. And because it was like a Christian like media, like organization as well, um, there was that like, covering. And so yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of like spiritual word and like like my like my boss he cared a lot about our spiritual growth as well nice. as our work growth so it was just a a beautiful environment a beautiful work environment kind of thing and and that was great and so being in that for like three years three mm. four years something like that leaving that was hard because it was like it took six months of like literally then talking about the piece yeah, yeah. and i like i knew within me it was time to move on nice and it was like but then I, I didn't know quite, like, am I, am I, is this correct? Am I hearing correct? Like, am I just, you know, feeling a bit? And, but I was going into work every day for about three months feeling like, nah. Feeling Even like though it's it time still to go. had all of the elements that yeah. put you in there. Yeah. All of a sudden, though, the inside was yeah, just like. Yeah, the inside was just like, we're, like, we've come to the end. We've come to the end. Like, mm-hmm. we're coming to the end. Nice. And so... When you feel like that three months and you're questioning, should I or shouldn't I do something different? Well, there's only two options. So I, I live by one of the rules that if something keeps popping into your head like that, mm-hmm. you, it means you have to do something Not about talk. it. Do you know what I mean? Second thing is like if like those two choices, the first choice was I will just continue to come into work every day mm-hmm. anyway and, and be like, you know what? I think I should stay here and just continue to come into work. But then if I keep feeling that way, then... What's the point? Up. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Literally. And the second option is just do something about it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, time for me to do something about it. So I talked to my boss. Um, and then he was like, okay, let's take some time to pray for it, pray about it. From the moment I told him I had search peace, we prayed about it for a month. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's that's time cool. for me to go. Then we started planning my exit. Yeah, that's like a two blessing to have a praying bus, you know. It is, you know. I, like, I've, been, I've been very blessed to have mm. like be surrounded by good people. And I thank God for that. So that was the first leap. But then I literally leaped into nothing. So it wow. was like, okay. So now wow. at this time, I was like living in like my own three bedroom like apartment. Obviously, you've got bills and everything mm-hmm. to pay, council tax, everything that comes with it. And I'm like, I don't really have any income coming in. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do, Lord? And so I had to get like a temporary job to keep afloat because I, I was living in a different like city away from my parents. And I knew it wasn't time for me to leave the city yet. Right. But yeah, so it wasn't time for me to leave the city yet and basically to stay there, but I didn't have anything sustaining me yeah to keep me there yeah, yeah. so i got like a temporary job i got two jobs at the same time and literally oh, we've been there. We've been there. yeah one mm-hmm. of them was like a warehouse job and, and then yeah. the other one was like it was a b2b like sales coordinator job so mm-hmm. working kind of like with business, business to business no no, no. Okay. it was like i was managing the accounts of the salesperson cool. yeah so i was doing a bit of like you know talking to the customer myself so actually i know i was talking to the customer a lot like through emails and orders and checking and like, you know, with the warehouse, making sure like their orders and stuff have come through and, uh, you know, just making, making sure the whole operations of the whole thing was 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 okay and the customer was mm. happy and dealing with, you know, everything that was going on with that and sales rep would like contact me and be like, oh, this was good, you know what I mean? Like in the B2B world, which is business to business. Yeah, yeah. And so I was doing that by day and then straight after that, I'd finish that job at five o'clock, six o'clock, like drive from there 
to the warehouse job, start my, yeah, eat my dinner in the car at six o'clock. I had to start my warehouse Mm -hmm. job. And then I finished that job at midnight and I was doing that back to back. I was working there. I was, and this was the same time I was leading the young adult ministry as well, Mm -hmm. which I did for like, I think two, three years or so. And so between, it did, it did. And it didn't, Okay, I think definitely like the Lord gave me loads of energy for it okay. and gave me power cool. to be able to do it all but it was just so funny because literally during my half an hour breaks because both jobs were only half an hour breaks I'd be like busy on my phone answering emails sort wow. of like talking to the team and stuff like that because we had like a team of like within the young adult ministry of like I think seven people or something and so if we had like something going on which I had all the time I had to be like organizing things and you know making plans to different leaders in the church like to get stuff organized and because you know the young adult ministry is like you can show about 40 people or something like wow. that so wow, wow, it, it wow. was a busy job so you're bossing and working at the same literally time literally doing all of it at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. but what that taught me was that i can i actually have the capacity to stretch myself oh, come on. further than i thought i could come on which that's perspective literally and it's something that i was like mad because before i would have been like oh man i can't i work this nine to five job which was really like nice and like i'm not gonna lie it was it was not chill but it was like you know it was chiller paced because i was like managing my own stuff mm. so i could do my workload how i did my workload and things but i'd be like no my life is so busy i can't do anything from that to like working literally doing three jobs at the yeah, same time yeah, three things literally. at the same time and like having like no free time or like barely any free time and mm. um, yeah i was like man i actually can I can do a lot. Mm. I can do a lot more than I thought I could. And then, yeah, then it came a time where throughout that, like, I've been doing it for a few months. And then within me, I was like, okay, so what are we actually doing then? Mm -hmm. We've been doing this, which is good, but what's next? Like, because obviously this is not forever. What is it that we're moving on to? And then that's when God then started to um, stir my heart more to go back into marketing because content managers, marketing kind of works similar. Is that what you do now? That's, that, that's my business now right. but that wasn't what i jumped into first okay. so i jumped into from that god then got me a job like i got i got another job um, and that was a whole amazing story in mm-hmm. itself and how like that happened nice. and it, that job was like it was amazing the benefits were great and um, and it was like work from home plus travel abroad plus like plus um, in country as well Um, and yeah and it was just it was perfect and but it was digital marketing so Mm -hmm. it was I was looking after the the whole spectrum I had a manager but I was looking after the whole spectrum of marketing and side of things for the UK and Ireland like a company yeah yeah. and so it was a full-on job where there was like there was no there was like it's a big boy job. It's one. Well. Of, it's one of those jobs where like it never really finishes. Yeah. You know, never really. Finishes. You don't have hours where you clock off. You're like yeah. always available. Like there's always work. There's yeah. always work to be done. Um, yeah. And so that's what I was doing for a bit. And then it was throughout that job that like God then flagged up. You know what? It's like multiple people were telling me like, Rejoice, you should really like you should set up your own like social media thing on the side. You should mm-hmm. do your own social media like um, agency or your freelance work or something on the side. Um, and then yeah, then. Long story short, Come took on. the leap. Um, well, went to went to Bali, and because in Bali you get digital nomads, mm. and so I wanted to see, I wanted to meet people who were doing this kind of thing. I remember seeing your pictures. You yeah. posted up in Bali, having that time of your life. It was fun. It was good fun. Amazing. And so I met people who were doing this kind of thing. Mm. And you know, you see them on YouTube and TikTok. Seeing them in person, um, like people who are actually like running their own companies, not the influencer people that are just taking pictures. Yeah, but yeah, like those real, kind of people getting to meet deal. them, it's kind of like wow 
because now you know someone in front of you who is doing this, who's a full-time YouTuber. Do you know what I mean? Like 600 and something thousand wow. um, subscribers. We're getting there, we're you know, owns a house <laughs> in Miami kind of thing. You're meeting these people mm. and you're like, okay, it's actually possible. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so throughout the whole process then, like I then planned out my plan for 2023 and it included handing in my notice, starting my company and making a leap into Amazing. it. And, yeah, Amazing. Amazing. It was a really long. No, a real really, talk, really real talk. We know <laughs> and stuff. I just want it to be like, because in, in hearing all of that, I feel like guests, well, guests, listeners, yeah. can hear where they're at and everything yeah. and hopefully you guys can be inspired to actually make those moves and stuff because what it sounds like is oh yes you are you are you look to god for guidance mm -hmm. and we're hearing a lot of that in what you're saying and stuff like that in, in every area really mm -hmm. you look to god for guidance there's also that response in the sense of i'm going to go and do this yeah and there is that like real determination like i say there's a resilience that we see on the inside of you that no matter if this like works or doesn't work I'm still going to keep going ahead and stuff like that. So there's all of those sorts of things which I feel like people can and should employ. Mm. Definitely coming from where I'm coming from, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. So I think that's Do you know what's crazy in that though is the fact that like when you look at it in hindsight, then it sounds super like, whoa, mm. oh, that's motivating. You took a big leap. But while you're actually walking through the journey, you have such highs and you have such lows. Mm, real talk. And, like, Speak on it. And I was like shaking. I remember like, it's so funny. I was only like, when I was just doing all the registration of my company, tell me why I'm literally physically shaking, right. just registering my company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like about to cry. I think I even cried a few oh times. Day. Just in <laughs> registering my company. Because do you know why? It's because it was like that fear, like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Right, okay. But I know that I'm doing the right thing. What was you and uncomfortable so, about? But in? What was you uncomfortable I think about? I, was just, I think it was just that worry of like, almost like what if things don't work out? Right, okay. So but also, but also, I've wanted to do my own thing for such a long time. If it doesn't work out and I fail, then I've failed at being able to do my own thing, wow. and it means that I won't be able to like do this mm. thing that I really want. Almost like a, almost like a, I'm scared that I like not be like not, not be able to like I was scared, I'm scared that I won't be able to live in what I actually really want to do, you know. If the dream doesn't come, true. yeah. If the dream doesn't come true, and if I'm not able to sustain it and do that, I'm scared that like you know, oh. But I think that's the part that a lot of people don't make it past. Yeah, I think it's that, that's the part. Yeah, and that's the, that's the part, like, yeah, you have to really push. Because, like, after I pushed through it, I think I'm pretty sure it was, like, one weekend particularly, I remember, like, all of this going on, and I was, like, literally shaking. And, like, right. oh, like, but I was uncomfortable. And it's so funny because every single, like, so I was, like, a proper motivational um, junk, like motivational video junkie, like mm. in the sense of like I would consume all of this content around like, you know, inspiring you to take the leap, have courage. Do you listen to Les Brown? But Les Brown, do you no, know who Les Brown is? I've probably seen. Oh, I need to show you Les Brown. Yeah, anyway. carry on. Sorry. But yeah, but I'd, I'd consume all this content, right, which would like pump you up to do stuff, mm. right. In this moment and during this weekend and this period that I was setting everything up, I kid you not, I did not consume a single piece. Everything that I'd heard before left my mind. Wow. It's like I forgot about all of that and what was keeping me going was the fact that I actually had to push through it and just take nice. the next step, nice. do the next thing, do the next thing, register for PAYE, you know, register, like, mm. you know, just do the next thing, do the next thing, do the next thing, and get everything set up, like, onboard the client, you know? I just had, feel encouraged I just had to, you know, I just had to do it, push it through. And then before I knew it, I was then, like, in it, you know? Mm -hmm. I was in it and I was, like, now doing this full time. So practically, you know I mean? that's literally, like, one foot in front of the other, yeah, step by step, literally, down. literally, and it's almost like you, like you just have to do it. You just have to like take massive action, yeah, or take the massive action, and 
you're going to be scared. Yeah. You know, and there's various different reasons why you're going to be scared. For me, my reasons are different to like what your reasons might be as to why that might be a frightening thing to do. But then you just got to do it scared. Yeah. But then. Yeah, that's my phrase. That's my phrase. That's my phrase. Just like if you're afraid, do it anyway. Yeah, do it anyway. anyway. Literally, you got to do it scared. But what really encouraged me, which God really just recently showed me because I'm starting to take massive action again within the business. Okay. um, Is do it scared, but. In Joshua 1, verses 7 to 9. Oh, come on, let's go to the Bible. Let's, it go, says, let's, do it, let's do it. It says, don't be scared. It says, so you need to do it scared, but don't be scared because God is with you. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, in light of Jesus and his death and resurrection, I've extended that. So it's take massive action. When you're feeling scared, do it scared, but don't be scared because God is with you. The Holy Spirit lives in you and his power is working in you and through you to do this. Amen. Come on. Amen. And Amen. so that Amen. reassuring just kind of makes me go, so I can do this because I am filled with the Holy Spirit and Love His that. power, which means capability and ability. Which means I have the capability and ability, fueled and empowered by God, to be able to do this thing. And so you can just take that step. And don't look at the big picture, just the next step, the next step, the next step, and, and just keep doing it. So that's that's like how it feels. You're preaching to me, Sha. You're preaching to me, Sha. It, it's a scary process, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's real. It's crazy. You're- are we listening? And if we're listening, are we hearing? Come on, come on, because this is a real talk, real talk. I love the fact that you've broken that down step by step because it's easier to be talk about like what are the peace and yeah. peace from the inside of you and guided by God and stuff like that. But then what does it actually look like when it's taking oh, it's that step by step by step yeah. through fear but still trusting in Him yeah. through all of that fear, through all of the change, through all of the transition? Literally. And I think even now, like, so I started my company, I think maybe six, seven months ago, something like right. that. And I've been running it since then, doing that full time. And I've been blessed enough, like I moved back. So I moved back into my family home, away from living on my own. That was mm. a big change. Um, I have my own three bedroom place, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I have my own space my whole life. It's hard moving back into your and parents. And my friends, yeah. like, and my church, my community, everything. Moved, moved all, all the way back into my parents, yep. of which there was a number of people in my life at the time who were really like, are you sure you're making the right choice? Mm. And it's like, it looks ludicrous, but I, in me, I know this is the right thing right. because I know in the long term, the outcome is going to be better than the right short up. term kind of is. And so even though right now I'm doing, like I'm, I'm okay and I'm doing well and um, I, like, I'm, I'm still not where I need to be, obviously. And I, I, st- I still feel like I'm in that period. I'm definitely still in the period of building. So I wouldn't say that I'm, like I'm, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not there yet. Not there but yet, I'm yeah. doing, I'm doing good and I'm doing well. But I'm not there yet, right. and that's okay because within this, I just got to trust the process, 100%. and I got to trust that, like, while I'm in this place right now, um, and I'm really blessed to, you know, have everything around me that allows me to be where I am right now. I know that what God is leading me into is going to be even better, and so it's more just now as I'm walking through this to walk through it with God and just trust that and trust what he's working in me and how things are being pieced together kind of like that month period that i had to wait and um, between afterwards submitted yeah. the appeal until when i got the whole like it's all good mm-hmm. you know literally i feel like i'm i'm, I'm kind of still in that process where i'm like pushing we're still pushing things i forward. feel like at the same time as like for yourself because you have walked in the way that you've walked and you know followed god and followed that piece and stuff through different things and you also know what it is to not do that i feel like in a way you've got experience in it 
and you've got some things under your belt to be like, okay, no, I've trusted him before, I've followed him before, and he's and it's worked out for me. So it's just like, okay, even through like unsurety, unsurety, mm. whatever you know what I'm saying. Uncertainty. Come on, mm. even through the uncertainty of things, it's just like, okay, you can still trust in him, knowing that. The one who makes things certain is working things out for you. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? 100%. Real talk. 100%. I love that. Okay. Okay. Do you know what? You've actually given us so many good things. So many good things to think about and everything. All right. Yo, guys, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping, wrapping. I want you, before we wrap up, what is one thing, if you can come and, I know you've said a lot already, but if you can come and tell people one thing to leave us with, mm. one thing you're just like, okay, if I have one opportunity, that yeah. you guys know something what is that oh do you know what okay so this is completely different sure and this is very much it's a bit biased because what i'm currently kind of learning and developing yeah, yeah. right now is about identity come on so i in the process of like running my, my company and like i've got different types of clients all in different industries and, and things like that and I'm, I'm blessed to to have that but i've also just been like okay but what direction do i want to go in with my company and my business and one thing that my dad told me was like, your brand and your business is your identity, like, is you. Like, whatever you're trying to say, like, the identity of your brand is going to be you and it's supposed to be you. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are, that should be infused into then creating what the company is. So if you have an interest in a particular thing, that's what the company right. should be shaved at, right? Yeah. If, you know, if you have an interest in a particular location, then that's the location that your company should be either, you know, serving or whatever, right? And... That got me thinking around along the trail of identity. And I realized I don't actually know who I am. Oof. I would used to, I used to be like, yeah, you know, Joe is like, got, even when I was introducing myself to being here, I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, extrovert person. You know, I used to say stuff like, I'm an extrovert person. I think I like this, I like that. And it, it kind of like described who I am based on all of these different things. But all of these different things, they change. Mm. And so our identity and like who we are, if we're like, you know, calling it, calling ourselves based on like, all of these different types of, you know, fleeting characteristics, it changes from season to season. Wow. But then if it's changing so much, then it might mean that you don't actually know who you are because wow. who you are is not fully grounded. But right now, God is kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> right now God is kind of taking me through a period of like, like really letting me know, not mm. even letting me know, helping me to deeply understand who I actually am. And because right. I'm a Christian, my best. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that I'm a child of God. Right. And there's so much just to unpack there. I was gonna say you said that and you just like pause. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much just to unpack there. But as a child of God, my character is like I was saying, it's just my new nature because we're no longer the same as or there's a verse in the Bible. If you're a believer, it says that and you you're now a new creation mm-hmm. you know when you you accept jesus into your life and accept the holy spirit welcome the holy spirit and you're a whole new creation no longer i that lives yeah it's mm-hmm. no longer i that lives so your old you is not you anymore but you now have a completely new nature and a completely new identity and i'm learning more and more of who that is right. because i'm finding myself where i used to still identify myself based on old things right. but i'm learning that like no my new identity and my new nature different and so it's kind of like i feel like a brand new person and i'm getting to know the new person that i am 
And so, but all of that, all of that, just, just on the thing of identity, I think it's so important. If one thing you have to know, you have to get, know who you are. And I I, I reluctantly say get to know who you are because like that can change. I feel like who you are and who you should be is a child of God, is rooted in Christ, is rooted in God. Because when you're rooted in something that doesn't change, your identity is going to be the same everywhere you go. When you're rooted in something that doesn't change, your identity is going to be the same everywhere and you every go. every situation you go, Strong. it go into anything that you face, like, you're going to be so grounded Stability. in that. Yeah, literally. And there's so much stuff that we go through in life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? The struggles and stuff Come we on. go through in life. And so, yeah, so that's just knowing my identity and getting to know this new identity of who I am in God and as a child of God, is literally opened my eyes to see in a different way. I have such a confidence now, just when I'm walking, when I'm doing things, I have such a confidence I didn't used to have before. Mm. And I know that that confidence comes because I actually know who I am now. And it's not that like, oh, I have a pessimistic or an optimistic view on life. Mm -hmm. That's not my identity. Those are things that can change at any moment in time, you know what I mean? But, you know, there's just so much to unpack there. So I just say, just get to know, like, really... Just get rooted in your identity, like if anything. Because when you can do that, then you can be able to to do all these different things, take risks, start businesses, move right. careers, get into a new relationship, do all of these things with that like, confidence and with real confidence because now you know who you are. Your so. realist talk. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad. That was a good note to end on as well. Good note to end on. I appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Nah, it's been exciting. No, that's that's some strong stuff. A lot of stuff to like chew on as well, and everything like that. I hope that you guys felt like you got something. I definitely did. I feel encouraged. I feel strengthened. I feel like I can go out and do anything, trusting in God and everything like that. I I really love that. I love that. And definitely need to get you back on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Definitely need to get you back on the podcast and stuff for another in-depth conversation. Let you share a little bit more, encourage the people and stuff like that, and catch up with whatever else you're going to be doing in the future. Right. So before we wrap up. Let us know where we can find you on social media. Oh, yeah. And also, shout out your business as well. Where can people find your business? Okay, so social media-wise, I'm at Simply Rejoice mm-hmm. everywhere. So, well, not everywhere, but just TikTok and Instagram. Very much. <laughs> um, and also LinkedIn, actually. I changed that cool. to Simply Rejoice. Nice. So if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. There we go. Um, business-wise, I don't really post anything, which I should start posting, mm-hmm. and I will start posting. But you can find at Digital Joy. But if you find me on Simply Rejoice, then you will take me to Digital Excellent. Joy. Come on, I'm taking new clients now, so come on. Yeah, take are new we? Clients. Okay. Yeah, yes, you yeah, are. Yes, you are. are. Yes, you are. From so. January onwards. From January, <laughs> yo. Come on. Yo, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you coming on. You guys, again, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, comment. If you've not liked, comment, subscribe to this one, then I don't know what you are doing. Make sure you're sharing it as well. Help us get out there. Yo, send this to someone who you feel like needs encouragement. Send this to someone who you feel like they have a lack of identity or could need a boost knowing who they are send this to someone who is seeking for more seeking for something a little bit higher and everything hopefully this will encourage you you'll rejoice thank you again for coming on and we are out